0: It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. We're recording. We're live. Is the camera recording? Camera's been recording. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's been recording all of that. Oh, we.
0: It's okay. It's not like we ever keep any of the the fat. Keep the fat, bro. Keep the fat. Whenever you eat meat, keep the fat. What are you looking for?
1: Nothing. Start Are you talking. sure? It yeah, looks start like you're talking. looking for something.
0: Talking. I'm I've been talking.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but use your mouth and your words.
0: Use my I, that's how I talk is with my mouth and with words.
1: Uh, uh use your hands. I'm uh, using my hands right now. Hey man. Hey bud.
0: Um it's nice because we actually got to hang out a little bit before recording. Usually we get in here and just bang it out.
1: I like it better when I don't talk to you. We just kind of come in and do this shit, have everything ready, let me walk in, record the episode and go.
0: Oh, you like to be like a diva and just like
1: it's not diva, okay? It's knowing that the show's ready to go, okay? You're, you're like a so green M&M's type of guy. Uh, excuse me?
0: You're like a green M&M's type of guy. What does that mean? Like you demand a bowl of M&M's, but only green M&M's whenever you come into a studio or something.
1: It's funny that you bring that up. You know why that? You know why that's a thing? Why? It started from the band Van Halen, and they would have in their writer that they weren't allowed to have green M&M's in their dressing room. Uh huh. And the reason why they would put that in their writer was to see if somebody would read the writer completely. Because one time they did a show... Okay. And they demanded that the stage was built to these certain specificities so that it didn't collapse while they were doing their show. And guess what happened? The stage collapsed in the middle of their show. Oh, fuck. So they made a point to know that they're going to put this crazy thing in the writer so that if somebody doesn't read their writer completely, they'll know as soon as they walk into the backstage. They know so exactly. They, they can't trust you get all the stuff as easy as M's. then how do we know that you took care of the stage the way we wanted you to do it? So it's not actually a sign of being a prima donna. It's actually a sign of being extra safe. I
0: respect that. I absolutely do respect that. Okay, yeah. I thought it was just a crazy preference. No, nope, but it's
1: actually because... They want to make Haley, sure you're reading. They want to make sure you read the entire contract.
0: I heard Dave Chappelle, um, he demands that... He has red lighting in the green room before he goes and performs. Interesting. And I don't know if that's just a rumor. I heard it on a podcast, but
1: I'm sur- I'm not surprised. Comedians like to ask for a brand new pair of shoes. A lot of times in their rider, there'll be a brand new pair of shoes. I've
0: never heard of that. Why? That's is that? really common because I like because really?
1: they like to go on stage with and they don't want to have dirty shoes, you know. It's a it's fairly common. If you like if you can there's a couple podcasts where they talk about it. Um but yeah, that's a fairly common uh, call in a writer from comedians I if they know. want a new pair of shoes.
0: I'd have to see some stand up specials and really look at their shoes. That's Definitely. like the last uh, thing I look at. From now
1: on, that's all because that's what I started doing. You're they looking all, at people's shoes? They all have brand new shoes. Dude, um, this
0: is why we should get deep into stand up comedy. Not for for ne- shoes. <laughs> for shoes. Not necessarily for the uh, immediate reward of an audience laughing at our jokes that we've worked so hard on before. Or even the, the, brand the new 20 kicks. minute
1: reward of banging the chick afterwards.
0: Uh, I've, stand-up comedy, I believe, full-heartedly does bring you chicks. Brings you something. Bring, yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To another episode of ICBTV ICBTB Podcast. Podcast. My name is- Oh. I'm so sorry I interrupted you. Please, you first. Ah, this is awkward. A.K.A.
1: It can't be that bad.
0: Podcast. There you go. Yeah. It's the podcast where even the worst movies
1: can still be good.
0: That's right. Um, Baddies, we wanted to tell you something before you move on forward for you uh, new time listeners. Yep, and And your old time listeners. That's right, you OGs out there.
1: So turn up the volume, you old folks.
0: Yeah, because we know you can't have your hearing aid and an earpiece in your ear at the same time. Uh Oh. I guess you
1: could. I think they could. Go ahead and give us a like and a follow. Give us five stars on Apple Podcast and uh, that thumbs up on Spotify. I think is how they do it.
0: I don't think there are. Sp- you, you don't use Spotify. That's right. You can't just give a thumbs up. I use
1: Spotify for one podcast and one podcast only.
0: Oh, what's that? What's Last podcast? podcast
1: on the left is exclusively on Spotify. And
0: that's right. Have you given them a thumbs up? Of course. I, I don't know. I, I think so. You just look at the your, sc- your screen on your phone. It and you're is like, a pain in
1: the ass. They're not releasing as consistent. They used to do it every Wednesday and Friday. Now sometimes they come out on Thursday. Sometimes they come out Friday night. I don't Man, know what the fuck they're doing. Your over.
0: life is so hard, dude. Ugh,
1: this quarantine is killing me.
0: Terrible. It's because of this quarantine that last podcast on the left is only it's on, Spotify. Up on Spotify.
1: Little did you know. <laughs> Little did you know. You heard it here um, first. Um, but we yeah. watched a movie.
0: Yeah, and the movie is called The Tuxedo. The Tuxedo. Uh, for you big Jackie Chan f- fans out
1: there. Hmm. Nice save. And you little Jackie Chan fans out there. And you
0: medium-sized Jackie Chan fans out there. And
1: those there. non-Jackie Chan fans out there.
0: I like to call mature Jackie Chan fans out there Jack Chans.
1: Okay. Cause, cause Not James? <laughs> James Chan? Because isn't Jack short for James? I, I have... N- no, dude. I'm pretty sure it is, actually. Uh, maybe Jackson. It could be, but I think Jack is also short for James.
0: Uh, Jackson Chan? James Chan?
1: Jackson. Hey, for Jack- all you chans Jackithin, out there.
0: Jackathan Chan. I've never heard of anyone named Jackathan. I would not type that <laughs> into my phone book if someone gave me the number and I was like, oh, what's your number, by the so way? They'd be
1: like, oh, it's 666 2281 329 You'd be like, okay, and your first name? Uh, Jackathan.
0: Get the fuck out of <laughs> here. That's what I'd say. And I'd take their- Just snap the phone in half.
1: Yeah, and then snap their phone in half. We used to have a friend in high school. His name was Wynn.
0: Oh, like N-G-U-Y-E-N?
1: No, Wyn, Win oh, W-I-N.
0: Win Calgary. I was yeah. thinking of the Vietnamese last name. No, Wyn. Wyn.
1: And um, I played football with him. And I remember the coach, it was my brother who was the coach. He was going down the line asking everybody's name, writing it down. Yeah. And he said, well, what's your name? And, Alex, what's your name? Jason, whatever. He writes it down. Then he gets the one and he goes, what's your name? And he goes, "Win." He goes, what? <laughs> he goes, "Win, sir, W-I-N. And my brother goes, the fuck is your name? <laughs> and he goes, it's Wyn, W-I-N. And he's like looking around and we all didn't want to like say anything, but I could see my brother's blood boiling. And then finally someone was like, no, no, no um, his name is actually Win W-I-N. <laughs> and my brother's like, sure. Okay. And okay, just like okay, moves okay. on. And then can't, later on learned that that's actually his name. Like, what are you going to do? That's his fucking I name. I know bro. who you're talking about now and I believe it, but I <laughs> under- the way he said it, he's such a positive peppy guy. The way he said it, my brother's like, this guy's fucking with me. He's fucking with me. His name is not Win. No a way. Three letter name. And, uh, uh, yeah, great name, though.
0: Yeah, uh, let's jump into the itty-bitty,
1: nitty-gritty committee. Yeah, why don't we say the name of the movie again in case people forgot? That's right. We saw The The Tuxedo. Tuxedo. This movie was released in uh, 2002. Do you remember that year?
0: Um, Yeah, it was the year...
1: 2002. 2002, it, yeah. It's <laughs> rated PG-13 and has a runtime of one hour, 39 minutes, or, for Melissa, 99 minutes. You hear that, babe? You hear that, babe?
0: Hey, you uh, can't call her that, dude.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. You hear that, babe? Um, it has a rating of 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 1.5 out of four from Roger Ebert. Christian, balls are small. <laughs> no! What? Is it bad to have small balls? I don't know, but um, I have been told that I have big balls.
0: <laughs> well, you know what they say: the smaller the balls, the bigger the dick.
1: Um, I think that's an illusion.
0: Mm, yep, <laughs> probably.
1: Um, uh, Christian, rating on Google.
0: Uh, Google you deserves, uh ninety-one percent.
1: Very, very, very close. What is it? Ninety-three percent. Hey, uh, shall we jump into
0: the synapses? Uh yeah, the synapses coming right at you.
1: Cabby turned chauffeur Jimmy Tong learns there is only one rule when you work for a playboy millionaire: never touch his prized tuxedo. But when his boss is temporarily put out of commission in an explosive accident, Jimmy puts on the tux and soon discovers that the extraordinary suit may be more black belt than him. Paired with a partner, Jennifer Love Hewitt, an inexperienced spy, he and, she and Jimmy are unwitting secret agents. Um, they. She's actually not like a new spy, right? They kind of make a point to say that she's been in this like semi-CIA for quite a while.
0: Yeah, um, Yet she is a garbage spy. She's terrible. I think she works more so in the, the background aspect of the CIA, That's whatever they are. That's something that in. I find
1: a lot um, in spy movies. James Bond falls into that a lot, where he'll meet a girl who is like the top female spy for the KGB yes and then they go into the field and she knows nothing like she can't shoot a gun she's constantly getting caught and And do they make it a point to say that she's an experienced spy they do they're always like this is the top KGB agent that's why we're pairing you with her bond and then she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing and then bond has to come in and save the day that's kind of like what happened here you know here is a cab driver who does Mm -hmm. not know what's going on literally is just in it for the ride and is somehow a way better spy than somebody whose life she even mentions like oh all i ever wanted to be was this yes even without a tuxedo, Jimmy Tong, a.k.a. Jackie ass.
0: Chan, he's he's a badass.
1: Did you see the way he drove that taxi? Oh, it's killer. Uh, you know who's in the back seat of that taxi? Who? Let's go ahead. and I do want to jump real quick into the the cast list, just Please. because some of the people in this film are fantastic. A lot of uh, actors. It is starring Jackie Chan. Uh, it also has Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jason Isaacs, Debbie Mazar, who is the woman in the back of the taxi, also plays Ray Liotta's That's girlfriend right. in Goodfellas. She's also in... A But she also has a cooking show. She does a bunch. She's really cool. Um, Wow, you really like her. I do. There's also a gentleman by the name of Peter Stomar. Peter Stomer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You would recognize him. He's the evil Russian guy from Bad Boys. That too. guy. He's also uh, he like always plays the bad guy. He's the doctor. He's
0: always the villain. He's That's the where I've seen him film. before. His face is so familiar. He's either
1: a Russian or an Eastern European. He's always played, a Cuban. Sometimes he's always playing. He has the that bad typecast. Guy. He's great, and he does it very very well. Yeah. Um. The other person in this movie who makes a great cameo is a gentleman by the name of Romany Maliko. you would know him from. Forty-year-old virgin, you know him from Weeds. You would know him from um, a million little things, Almost Christmas, The Love Guru. He's hilarious. He's in a, this, he plays the black best friend. He's like a Jamaican best friend. That's and, right. He has and an accent. Only see him in the beginning, and do you see him again in the end? Nope. Nope. You just see him in the beginning when Jimmy is still like a hapless romantic cabbie. He's very. This this brings in me to my first in New point. York, excuse me.
0: I want to bring up that Jackie Chan's character at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. is wildly different from Jackie Chan in the actual tuxedo.
1: Yeah, and I would venture to say that the Jackie Chan in the beginning of the movie is the exact same Jackie Chan at the end of the movie. He learned almost nothing. No, no, he... He literally learned nothing in this film. Because at the beginning of the film,
0: he is trying to pick up this other Asian girl in a gallery. First of all, kind of racist that Jackie Chan would only have his eyes set on another Asian girl. Yeah,
1: it is really interesting that him and Jennifer Love Hewitt have like no chemistry at all
0: no romantic chemistry like they seem
1: to make a point it's weird that they don't have any because hollywood loves to force that in yes they like to force it in Not when it's interracial
0: not when it's interracial they tried to sprinkle in a little bit of jealousy jennifer love hewitt showing her jealous side whenever jackie chan was getting some action
1: but because she thought that was clark devlin because as soon as she found out that that wasn't clark devlin she lost all she was
0: not in it anymore she was more attached to the the name and the reputation you know why Because he was a rich bastard.
1: Because he was rich enough. Tune in, rich enough. Two days on Fox.
0: Yep. Um, Neither of us are on there because neither of us are rich enough.
1: Nope, but we did come up with the idea.
0: Yeah. Uh, Um, But Jackie Chan at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he walked
1: into this art studio wearing a Hooters shirt.
0: And he has a soul patch. Like the grossest, dirtiest soul patch. A gross... You know, and soul patches are usually symmetrical.
1: This one, kind of crooked. Yeah. Oh, it is, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it's very ugly. So he goes in and he's like going to go talk to her and then gets nervous. And then the art director or the manager goes up to him and he goes, hey, you know what? You should go talk to her. You know, Mm -hmm. life's short. I always think if you're going to have some sort of intuition, you should go out and try and do it. And Jimmy Tong's like, you think I should? Oh, yeah, of course. Because then she can say no and you can get the fuck out of here and not bother us anymore.
0: Very straightforward, and the art director is Colin Mockery. That's right, from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Whose Line? Whose Line? Whose Line Is It Anyway? Whose Line Is It Anyway?
1: Sorry, Colin Mockery.
0: Yeah, and many others. But this is filled with a lot of cameos. fucking cameos. That's right, which brings me to a segment that I want to bring up with you, Alejandro. Hey, me. This segment is called Guess
1: the Cameo. Perfect. So, I want to talk about the gentleman who plays original Clark Clark Devlin. Um, Let me just pull up his page here for you. Go right on ahead. Because uh, he is a fairly famous actor. You would know him. I think you would be surprised at how many films he's actually in. His name is Jason Isaacs. Okay. And um, we're going to go ahead and play a game of Christian. Was he in it or was he not? (laughs) I'm down for this game.
0: Perfect. I like how our segments are very literal.
1: <laughs> was he in it or was he not? Guess nope. the cameo. <laughs> not in it. He was in it. Excellent. We'll take it from the top. Um, so Jason Isaac, he is a British-born actor. Uh, he's done a lot of films. We'll take it. We'll take it easy, okay? Um, Harry oh. Potter. Um and my responses are he's He's in it it or he wasn't or he wasn't he was not in it oh well he was he played Lucius Malfoy
0: fuck me what
1: yeah Clark Devlin is Lucius Malfoy also
0: no yes no (laughs) yes I I know how Lucius Malfoy no yes I gotta look at this again okay
1: move on um would you like to look a picture of Jason Lucius Malfoy yeah the dead. Oh, the dad. Okay. Oh. Oh, you're thinking of Draco.
0: Of Draco Malfoy. I was like, "Fuck out of here, yeah, dude!" Fuck out of here, bro. He was a, he was a kid in Harry Potter.
1: Um. Okay. Here's a Mel Gibson's The Patriot. Um. He was in it. He was. He was the English general. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, this is gonna be another tough one for you. Okay. This one's tough.
0: All right. Fury. Oh, with uh, Brad Pitt and Shia Baloof and Mm -hmm. uh, the Punisher. (laughs) My names for each actor got worse and worse progressively. Um, He was not in it.
1: He was in it. He played one of the Germans. dude. Okay. You're going to get this one, but it's an easy one for you. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. (laughs) He was in it. Okay.
0: Um, (laughs) Don't name a sequel after you brought up the original.
1: Avatar The Last Airbender. Not in it. He was. He did a voice for one of the admirals in the Fire Nation.
0: When are you gonna bring up a, a, a title of a movie that he was not in? I thought this game was. I have. Wait, what was he not in?
1: Oh, I guess they have all been. Yeah,
0: he's been in all okay, of them, okay, dude. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Here's here's a tough one for you. Then this one's gonna this one's gonna throw you for a loop. Okay. Okay, throw me for a loop. It's technically a television show. Okay. Star Wars Rebels. He was not in it. He wasn't.
0: God damn it, dude! Rename this segment of the podcast and just call it <laughs> "He's in it." Right? <laughs> right. Because he's been in all of these. I don't like this. I don't like the segment. <laughs> okay, well, do you want to do a different cameo? <laughs> yeah, uh, let's do a different cameo. Actually.
1: Do you want to play a different game? Uh,
0: no, guess the cameo. Okay, go ahead. Uh, guess a cameo that was <laughs> in this show. <laughs> As you can tell, this segment is new and not fully fleshed out. We
1: definitely planned this episode ahead of time. <laughs> um... <laughs> Guess the cameo, okay? Like, do I guess like who was your favorite cameo? And I, I have a name in my head,
0: and let's say it at the same time.
1: One, two, three. Colin James Mockery. Brown. What, oh! dude? James I fucking totally Brown. I totally forgot about James Brown being in this fucking movie, bro. Hi. Okay, that was okay. So let's progress the storyline a little more so he gets shut down from that girl he gets a job driving this millionaire who has all these weird rules and then the millionaire gets in the car and then he's like fuck all the rules just be cool and jackie chan's like all right bro and then they get chased by a robot skateboard that blows up the car yeah very weird and clark devlin's like don't tell them who i am you're clark devlin now (laughs) and then he's like what the fuck is happening here and the hospital takes the guy away because he's in critical condition and jimmy Jackie Chan goes back to the house and is like, well, I guess I'll put on the tuxedo. Yep. Puts on the tuxedo, destroys the house because it has like a demolition setting. And yep. this tuxedo gives him superpowers. Essentially, he could do anything and everything. He, and- just, he has a watch, an Apple watch, that he can set the tuxedo to everything from salsa dancing to building a rifle. To, to, to pants only action. Pants only only action which means if you only have the bottom half of the tuxedo on you, you could still, still kick ass do bro. so much um so he puts on the tuxedo and he gets re- repl- replaces Clark Devlin yes. as this super spy uh and which oh, sidebar i think it's
0: so funny that Clark Devlin says you are now Clark Devlin and yeah. you look at Jackie Chan and he looks nothing like a Clark <laughs> He's Devlin like, what and Clark- he, can't even <laughs> he can't even say, no say the Clark name <laughs>
1: <laughs> Clark I'm Clark Devon. and then and so he goes to take over the life, and he becomes a super spy. And they pair him up with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes, and their job is to find out what the bad guy's plan is. We find that he's poisoning water, which is a crazy premise by lacing it with electrolytes that yep. dehydrate you to the point of, uh, like you kind of combustion, almost combustion. You
0: vaporizing. are so dehydrated that you turn into dust, dust. and and he. Uh, this doctor, this scientist, was so evil. He calls in some random dude to test it on. Guy drinks it. Fake Sam Rockwell. Uh, fake Sam Rockwell is a good bootleg Sam Rockwell, if I may. Uh, he tr- he dehydrates so quickly, falls
1: to the ground, and poof,
0: turns gross. into nothing. It's very scary.
1: As a child, that used to scare me. Yeah. Um. So one of the places that they have to go, try and get into, or they're trying to get into the bad guys' good graces, so they can like get yes. to know him he ends up being at a james brown concert that's right we we were uh giving
0: enough exposition to make it to the J- james Welcome brown back. scene and so their only way in uh through is through the back door it's through <laughs> the back door isn't <No>. it always <laughs> is it bada-ching. actually it's not through the back door it's kind of uh yeah it is through the back door but how do they get in exactly you know what i'm thinking so first
1: they try bribing the guy which doesn't work because Jackie Mr. Chan
0: tries to give him a $5 bill. Mr. Lincoln. Uh, followed by a $1 bill. Mr. Washington. And followed by another $1
1: bill. Mr. Washington.
0: And uh, that is $7 in total. And uh, that was essentially nothing. A guy like Clark Devlin, who is a billionaire.
1: Even even Jennifer LaVue was like, You try to bribe the guy with $7? You're a billionaire. And yeah. He's like, oh. He he thought nothing of it. Jackie Chan's like, well, I'm trying to save money. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) Jackie Chan's not a billionaire. No, he's a taxi driver.
0: Um, And so plan B. What's plan B, Alejandro? You're
1: going to have to jog my memory.
0: Well, Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, hold my jacket. Um, And she (laughs) shows off them tiny tatas. They're not tiny. They're good enough. I like them. You, are I'm not you saying sure? they're bad. No, I'm all for I'm all for the medium sized tatas.
1: Hey, boobs are boobs or boobs.
0: Yeah, dude, why do you always got to throw that on me and make me look like an asshole? <laughs> I don't know if you're the asshole in this. <laughs> I honestly don't. I don't think anyone would
1: believe that I would be the asshole in this duo. They would. You think so? I can get people to believe it. Yeah. So they get in, and what happens, Christian? Uh, th- they the walk f- past his dressing room, don't they?
0: Yeah, and they kind of do a double take, and they walk into james brown's dressing
1: room and james brown's like
0: what's up brother what's up brother and it is the kindest uh most calm most level-headed i've ever seen james brown he's
1: very sober yeah very sober because I mean, he hasn't beat one woman in this entire film thank god he could have uh, beat the shit out of jennifer love hewitt
0: yeah and he looks like he's off of coke which is good he looks like it yeah and i don't <laughs> think he is he looks like he looks like it he looks like it But who knows? James Brown could hide a lot of stuff. Up his nose. (laughs) up That's a good way to put it. Thank you.
1: And they have a a very cordial interaction. And then, unfortunately, James Brown goes to pat Jackie Chan on the back. And Jackie Chan. And the tuxedo reacts.
0: It reacts. It has an instinct module attached to it where he reacts to this pat on the back by hitting James Brown so hard. Flipping him.
1: Flips him 37 times. And, and then he essentially kills him and Jennifer Jennifer he, loves he he kills Hewitt. James Brown in this film <laughs> Je- he straight up murders him <laughs> he, he should be dead this is a snuff film this I, is how James Brown died this is <laughs> this is a straight-up snuff film this is so depressing this is the death of James Brown it's really. supposed to be a rated R movie but they cut all the blood up.
0: yeah uh you, you should have seen the cleanup crew.
1: like John Wick when he calls the people to clean oh you haven't seen it I haven't seen it dude so that Uh, reference means
0: nothing to me you're such a fucking loser I'm so sorry I'll go watch it so I can be a winner get up right now and go watch it All right, listeners I'll be back
1: and I'm back what an amazing trilogy it's such a you watched all three all three dude wow good job okay well we'll, that's a different episode that's neither here nor there we'll come back to it Uh, James Brown though is what we're finishing up on so he knocks him the fuck out and then guess what Jackie Chan decides to take his place on the stage (laughs) what But I know how crazy that (laughs) sounds. What do you mean? Jackie Chan, taxi driver slash superhero is going to be taking over James Brown's position on the show. That's exactly what I mean because he gets up there, grabs the mic and turns his Apple Watch to James Brown setting. There is a James Brown setting on this
0: Apple Watch connected to the tuxedo. Tuxedo not not only just gives him all of the dance moves that
1: James Brown does flawlessly
0: uh flawless rendition of James Brown vo-
1: James Brown's voice it is James Brown's voice it is straight up James Brown's voice he is singing he makes he ch- saves the show now my question is yes was James Brown only going to do one song because as soon as Jackie Chan finishes that one song he hops off the stage and then the band just like takes over and they have a party for the rest of the night i guess so so was James Brown's intention like oh yeah i'll do one song and then i'm going to go well i want to dissect the fact that Everyone in the audience, this
0: is a high class show. Yeah. Everyone is in tuxedos and uh, magnificent gowns. Yeah. And they paid probably hundreds of bucks or knew some people to get to this venue. And James Brown is doing one song. Fuck out of here, dude. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That's my new thing. I like saying fuck out of here. I like it. You should say it more to people and... on the street. Yeah. I'll do it. The fuck out of here! Fuck out of here! Fuck
1: out of here! I
0: want to say something. Another racist thing about the tuxedo, as much as I love this film, is that they call him the Emperor
1: of Seoul they because do. he is Chinese. Chinese. I do actually kind of think that's. And then the girl that like wants to bang him keeps calling him Emperor. She's like, Oh, Emperor! Emperor. Do you like tiny bubbles, Emperor, or big bubbles, uh, dude? That that's girl was scene. drunk and
0: horny. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. was uh, is the fiance or girlfriend of the Clark antagonist? Oh no,
1: yeah, of the bad guy.
0: Yeah, and so she was ready to cheat right off the bat.
1: And he knew it. That's why he gave her the hotel room. I mean, I think when you're rich and famous like that, you everyone's got their own lives. Because he was trying to bank Jennifer Love.
0: Uh, oh yeah, he was, and until he finds out that Jennifer Love Hewitt is,
1: uh, and then, a then he spot. wanted to hate lover.
0: Yeah, he was still down for it later on in the film which is kind of a weird dynamic that I don't know if I want to see I think that's I think we watched the
1: creation of a rapist in this film he's
0: the the, the real villainous to the real villain trait to this guy is the fact that he's
1: super horny super
0: horny and he's willing to hate love this girl
1: think about how much problems super horny men
0: have created in this world I know I have a message to you super horny men Jack off. Because after you jack off, there's something that I like to call... A nap. A na-
1: <laughs> And when you wake up from the nap, the world is so much clearer. Yeah, because nothing matters anymore. So just, you know, clean up your belly button and get back to work. Fuck it. Don't even clean up your belly button. If you got a knockout... Well, we know Christian likes to just pull his shirt back down and go on with life. Uh, can I qu- tell a quick story? If it's,
0: Yeah. I once came home drunk... <laughs> Uh, from a party, went straight downstairs to the doll room because there was a TV in the doll room and we had a uh, digital cable, put on real sex on HBO, no. J-O'd real quick, fell asleep, What? woke up, <laughs> my pants were still around my ankles, <laughs> my flaccid penis was still out. <laughs> no, oh God, oh God. And I was like,
1: thank God no one walked in. I'm, You know, I'm not so worried about someone walking in while I'm o j ing It sounds like that's the new term for it. Yes. What um, I'm more afraid of is someone coming in right after I finish <laughs> J-O-ing. Because <laughs> I think because that's when all the shame comes. Because like, it's not a big deal to jag off. But it is a big deal to clean up after yourself because that's where it gets gross. I am more worried more
0: so than that. If someone were to walk in, not only after I have J-O'd, but if I was falling asleep after a J-O, or if I was knocked the fuck out after a jo, Imagine, I hate this thought, but imagine my mom walking in. <laughs> just seeing in, just like closing the door. Slowly closing walk. the door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what scares me is, uh, you know, jacking off at work. I don't do it because... <laughs> The bathroom we have at work, the toilet is too far away from the door. So if I accidentally forget to lock the door and someone comes in, there's no way I can shut the door. Like, I'm just fucked. So you're, you're fucked. Dude. That's never happened. No way it's going to happen. But it may be a weird reason for me not to do it at work, but a toilet's too far away from the door. That's my reason. There need to be more strategic blueprints for bathrooms for jacking off. No way, bro. <laughs> no way, bro. Dude. That is the thought of a horny 13 year old architect. We need to design all these bathrooms. To go around <laughs> jacking off. So otherwise, I'll never get walked in by my nanny again. No, 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 no. The hand towel rack is too far too away far. from this jink. We don't want an air dryer to dry your hands. We need actual <laughs> soft paper towels. <laughs> really, we need a sock dispenser. What I'm looking for <laughs> is a sock dispenser. And a dirty sock Trash can, like you know, how women have the receptacle in like unisex bathrooms for tampons. Yes, we need a, the same thing, but for, for used socks. For used socks. Oh my god!
0: Either that. Oh my, oh my gosh! Or like a, a broken broken glass. What? A, a broken glass what? trash can. <laughs> no, no, we don't need broken glass. But
1: like the kind to of to drag your balls on because that's no. the only way you can get hard. You sick fuck. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> Oh, let's, let's get, get back, back to, to the, the movie.
0: Oh, God. That was
1: a, oh, man. Oh, man. Whew, sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. Um, uh, so the tuxedo. Yeah,
0: the tuxedo. Um, <laughs> I want to bring up with you, the tuxedo <laughs> is essentially the same as the medallion. That's a great point. I would like to bring up um, something. Go ahead and say your bit. So here, basically, when he puts on the tuxedo, he could fucking kick ass. Mm-hmm. But in the medallion, when he puts on the medallion... He could essentially kick I, ass. Did you right? ever see the medallion? Like once
1: is as a it, kid, I never saw it. But is it that he's got like this medallion as a kid, and he's got to find his? No, the twin brother is a different Jackie Chan movie. The twin brother, yeah. There's one where he's oh. a, where he has like half a medallion, and Jackie Chan has the other half a medallion. I or is that don't Ninja know. Turtles? <laughs> <laughs> that might be Ninja Turtles.
0: Hey, baddies, uh, let us know if it's a Ninja Turtle movie <laughs> oh, or a Jackie, Jackie Chan Chandler. film.
1: dun 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 Vote <laughs> right here. Um, uh, anyways, yeah. the medallion. Uh, was he born with it? Does he find it? How does he come across it?
0: How can he be born with a medallion?
1: He's giving it to him at birth. You know what I mean. Okay, I know what you mean. I'm just fucking with you, Yeah, dude. don't fuck with me right now, I don't bro. remember
0: the synopsis. Maybe this was a bad point to bring up because
1: neither well, of us It's have- not a bad point because I do have something to say about it. What? This film was made- after the medallion started production and wrapped before the medallion finished production so this movie was filmed in the middle of production of the medallion and (laughs) i wonder if jackie chan at any time was like hey you know i'm also making a movie that's really similar to this over there what if he just barged
0: into the writer's room he was like i got an idea erase everything you have i have an idea
1: so instead of and then he's like instead of a medallion though a tuxedo. a tuxedo. Jackie Chan said he did do this film because it is a DreamWorks film, and he wanted to meet Steven Spielberg.
0: Oh, man. That should be super easy for him even before that, right? Well,
1: I mean, people are busy.
0: I guess so. I mean, it's hard to meet celebs.
1: Um, have you ever met, ever met a celeb?
0: Um, I did talk about once meeting Steph Curry's wife and not recognizing her, and I feel like a real cuck about that. Is that
1: the only celebrity you've ever met? Uh,
0: I've seen Ron White from a distance. Met. Um, pfft uh no <laughs>
1: we gotta get you out
0: no i'm scared
1: i know you are we gotta I'm get you so out i'm so
0: scared i'm gonna say the wrong
1: thing no no no. i'm gonna throw up on them probably do it do it yeah because that's a great story and also now they'll never forget you um i guess so. i can't wait till we're famous and i get to do an interview with michael strahan and i can tell him about how i tried to get onto good morning america and i didn't get a <laughs> ticket because all i wanted to do was meet michael strahan and then you know hey you want to bring it up right there and then like listen Stray i got something to tell you I tried to meet you before, but they didn't let me in those fucking cucks. You'd be
0: the type of interviewer that would have like a list of questions that the network would give you, and you'd be like, fuck that.
1: This is my show. It'd be the other way around. I'd be a guest on the show, and I'd be like, here are questions. These are the only questions you could ask me. <laughs> and the questions would be like, have nothing to do with whatever I'm doing on that show. Like If I'm there to promote a movie, I'd be like, no, no, no. These are the only questions you can ask me. And they'd be like, so, uh, what's your favorite coup d'etat? Do you like carrots or celery or um, how how many pets have you had in your life? That's would, what you would filter it down to. I be? would make them ask me those questions and then and then yeah, dude, I can't wait to work comedians in like Cincinnati. Could control having, that having to do like good morning news. Shit. I would love to do I a can't morning wait to just show. Fuck with those so people. So excited for a morning show. Can't wait to fuck with them.
0: I just I just want the free food. I don't think That's celebrity.
1: It's coffee and donuts. You think so? They are not giving you shit. They I'm going to be obese then you. when I'm fat. Yeah, when you're fat.
0: I'm going to change my alias back to Fat Christian. What else you got? All right. Um, <laughs> I want to... <clears throat> oh, did you, you know what? You're the one that actually brought this up to me before the episode. So Jackie Chan usually does
1: all of his own stunts. He does.
0: But, dude, how many stunt doubles did he have in this? I read
1: he didn't... Uh stand-ins stand-ins he had I, what did i say 13 7 you said 7 7 stand-ins for this film this is one of the first films where jackie chan had to use a stand-in uh, he says it was because of the production company that they didn't want to insure a 50 year old man doing these kind of stunts so mm-hmm. they would have to use a stand-in which makes sense i think a lot of things that people don't realize is the insurance claims on films that's one of the reasons why um lindsey lohan didn't get work for a long time, it's because the insurance companies wouldn't insure the production of the film because they didn't think she would actually go through and finish it. So a lot of times why Bill Murray doesn't get a lot of work because, again, the insurance companies don't trust that he's going to show up on time to make the film because people are investing so much money. Yeah, The producers want to make sure they get their money back just in case something happens. Oh, wow. So the insurance company was what demanded that he have a stand-in.
0: Okay, interesting, interesting. I'm sorry, Jackie Chan, if you're listening to this. I didn't mean to uh, take a jab at your integrity (laughs) as an actor that does his own stunts, um, I still really
1: adore you. I adore you too. Yeah. Samurai Jack coming back. Is that what I heard? Or is that... It's very racist it's a that that's a, a branch. He's off had to de- he like produced that cartoon, didn't he? You're kidding? I don't know. I'm, maybe I am racist. Then. Maybe you are. <laughs> you <laughs> me think I might be racist, actually. <laughs> I kind of want to look into it Next now. Next topic, please. Quick, 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 <laughs> quick. Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> Your best person on set award. I can't see the clock. Is that my, about the time?
0: I guess it is about the time. And it is about the time for our best person on set awards. Uh, my best person set on set award is going to go to all of the stunt coordinators. Nice. Which I have only written down two. Mm-hmm. Um, First stunt coordinator is Chung Chi Lee, and no, I'm not making that up. His name is Chung Chi Lee, and uh, Rick Forsyth. Um, I for, think they for, did a fantastic job. It would be a, a cop out to give the B-Poss award to Jackie Chan, even though he
1: does a phenomenal job uh, in this film, as always. And I would like to piggyback on that. I think one of my I mean, best people on set are the stuntmen. This film is incredible. The stunts in movies like this are phenomenal. People are doing flips. People are doing insane fighting, jumping into pools of water with snakes. Mm -hmm. The stunts are pretty impeccable in this film. So I will give a special shout out to all the stuntmen. Um, I do want to make one point before I say who my favorite, my best person on set award is. This film was, the screenplay was written by a gentleman, two gentlemen. One named Michael J. Wilson and the other named Michael J. Leeson. (laughs) <laughs> and it sounds like one of them oh, made no. up a name of a second person <laughs> it sounds so michael fake. j wilson and michael j leeson uh, best hey, friends <laughs> i bet you they were best friends hey michael what what <laughs> no michael j yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. leeson <laughs> nah damn it uh my best person on set award is james brown james brown <laughs> Holy is shit. giving his best um well no, you know what? I take it back. It is all what? the stuntman. I would much all rather the- give it to the stuntman than James Brown because James Brown is great. He should get the nod. I the stuntman should get he the gets best a nod for being award. so
0: tame on set,
1: yeah, he didn't as far as I know, I don't think he hit any women. No, no, he's the one that got hit, so he
0: got what was coming for him. It's a hit hard,
1: yeah, hit um, hard. Hey, follow me on Instagram
0: and follow me on Instagram.
1: Um, but we're not gonna tell you how to do it.
0: No, just figure it out.
1: You can send us an email <laughs> going to get we're no going to tell you how to do that figure that out
0: yeah this is how marketing this is how you (laughs) spread the name right yeah i believe this is marketing in a nutshell it's hey fuck you you should know everything but do it
1: also this product works
0: thank you guys my name is alejandro and my name is christian tip your waitresses yeah be sure to do that bye stay safe